it's that time of the year when our tellies are filled with the apprentice and we are all so happy because Lord Sugar's firing 16 people sometime soon. Or 15? 15 people? Never mind. Anyway, so today we have stolen Lord Sugar's cutest candidate and the most smartest one as well, shall we say? Anyway, so Sabrina's here from The Apprentice. Hello! Hello! And thank you so much for joining us today. I am absolutely thrilled to be here. Very, very excited. So I understand there are some things you can't talk about, but we have to talk about The Apprentice a little bit because I am a major fan. That is okay. I will not give any spoilers away, but I'm sure we will have a whale of a talk. Okay. I'm going to turn the music off now so that we can all hear each other very well. Um, so, Sabrina, hello. Hello. <laughs> I know I just said that before, but um, <laughs> it's so exciting that you're in the studio. I, I am thrilled to be here. It is definitely um, nice to have a week off our tasks. Oh, nice. Oh, yes. Okay. So let's talk about, first things first, let's talk about how you got to be one of the 16 candidates. Uh, so I applied when I was watching the show last year. Um, at the very end of each series, we have kind of the, oh, do you think you could be Lord Sugar's next business partner? And I filled out the online application, and 60,000 people later, somehow, they have chosen me to compete in this year's show. I think that's the most fascinating thing that me and Clive have found about the whole thing so far 60,000 down to 16 that's a pretty big job yes <laughs> and how do how do they do it so do you what's the time scale between the time that you apply and the time that you're sieved out so it's an absolutely huge application process um and january you need to submit an online form and then between february and march you have different kind of auditions so they put you through their paces they give you little tasks um, and see how you speak in front of the camera. So there's a lot of different things that they actually try and find out if you'd be suitable, both to actually be a worthy business partner um, and also to be good TV. Oh, my gosh. So are some of those tasks, if I can ask this, are some of those tasks the sort of things that you later end up doing on the programme? <laughs> uh, they're definitely smaller scale tasks. I think as soon as you get onto the actual show, they're massively scaled up. Like I had to create donuts for the first time, which was an absolute nightmare because I'm awful in the kitchen. Oh my gosh, um, we're gonna we're, we're gonna get to the donuts. We're gonna get to the donuts in a minute. Like that is that is the highlight of the series, <laughs> I think. Um, so um, so. You, when you get to the boardroom, is it very nerve-wracking or like it, when you're sitting in front of Lord Sugar, how, how are you feeling? I, I think it's quite funny watching myself back because I just I look like I'm going to cry all the time and I don't quite know why. Uh, and the first couple of times in the boardroom, I was a little bit, oh, this is kind of quite intense because it's you or someone else. But as you go through the process, you're, you just feel like you're speaking to not a friend, but somebody you know quite well. But I think I'm right in thinking that you are... The young, you were the youngest candidate this yes, year. Yes, I was the youngest girl and Alex was the youngest boy. Is that quite intimidating in itself? Um, I definitely feel that I think the other candidates can underestimate you um, because I am young but I've got a lot of experience in what I do so sometimes I just kind of play off that rather than letting that get to me. Yes. You are our favourite this year, <laughs> so... I feel like you have to say that, but no. I will take that, I, we, we mean it, we mean it. Um, what I was going to say was, um, of course, one of the things about TV shows like that is they're very heavily edited. And so things like when you're in the boardroom, they're playing music behind 
as you're going in there and they're building the tension up and they're taking those shots of you going <gasps> and your eye is probably very wide and this kind of stuff um, and I saw someone tweeted saying your eyes are very wide when you're in the boardroom and not the rest of the program for example <laughs> um, yeah so I mean uh, that that is very different from the reality when you're doing it I can see that because it, the editing is obviously done very slickly and uh, it, it creates an impression it's designed to do that yeah I mean the edit's amazing there's hundreds and hundreds of hours filmed and it's all squished into 30 minutes for the actual task um, and there's you know sometimes we have to kind of redo walk-ins walk-out etc however in the boardroom absolutely everything you see is everything which happened um, so, so the boardroom is although it is edited it is uh, it's all live I guess because last week you were you, you were in the hot seat, <laughs> were you not? Yes, I was unfortunately in the bottom three. That was very, very nerve-wracking. But, but you were project manager, so in a way it was because it was because you were doing your job properly and telling everyone what to do properly and, and swapping the right kind of people. Yeah, I mean, it was fitness week and my whole background is you know, personal training, tennis, so I thought 100% I had to put myself forward. Obviously a bit upset that we lost. I don't like we we well I was watching it obviously and I think that you definitely made all the right decisions so there you go my <laughs> my opinion is the most important isn't it Clive? Um, absolutely I couldn't agree I, I, unfortunately I didn't see that so I, I I can't really comment I'm sorry about that but but I, I I'm right right of course you're right absolutely you I there never disagree <laughs> I'm gonna agree with you there as well okay <laughs> thanks so we have to talk a little bit about donuts yes. What, how do you come about making the perfect donut? Um, not the way that we did it. <laughs> I can't say that any of us made the perfect donut. But it was 2am. We had basically a really short demonstration of actually how to make the donuts. And then we're thrown into a kitchen. Uh, we've had about three, four hours sleep at this point. And I was in charge of quality control. I think it was this is important there. because this is the thing that we, we as viewers, we don't know. And we don't actually... Um, we, we can't really, I mean, we're watching and we're thinking, oh my God, what are they doing? But then you are actually there and it's like crazy hours and like you, you don't actually know that you're actually trying your best to do something. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite intense. Um, we were trying to make 500 donuts and I think we made about 100 and something. So Clive, what would be your perfect donut? Um, I don't know. I don't really eat donuts much because they're sugar, you know. I don't, I don't eat too much sugar. How about this? How about a donut with chocolate and chilli? Chocolate and chilli? Mm. Chocolate and chilli goes together quite nicely, actually. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, from what I saw on The Apprentice, I don't think you'd like it. OK, I'm, I'm not quite sure what you mean, but for example, I was just suddenly thinking chilli con carne with chocolate stirred in is actually a good recipe. But that's not the same thing as what you're talking about, is it? No. I definitely think Jasmine, like, I think chilli and chocolate is a fantastic idea, but the amount of chilli they put on was, <laughs> was the issue. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. that was, okay. I, I'm I getting it. The funniest, the funniest thing was when that woman took a bite and she put it in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that I have classic. such a bad confession to make from that donut task. <laughs> I never actually tried one of the donuts. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> I was Ooh, worried right. about how they taste. What do they say about chefs? They always have to try their food, <laughs> no? Um, obviously not. Um, well, the one thing that also got me was tea on donuts. The actual tea. Have you ever seen tea on well, donuts? sprinkling tea on it? Yeah, that does seem rather strange <laughs> to me. Yes, I have to say. 
Well, we're given kind of a, we're allowed to pick certain ingredients. Mm-hmm. And I guess looking back, it made sense to infuse the tea in the donut or something. Right. But um, apparently we thought it was a great idea to sprinkle tea onto the donuts. <laughs> well, it's certainly original. Were you, were you supposed to be producing original flavours? Um, British flavours. British flavours. So, oh. so tea and biscuits <laughs> on donuts. Oh, yes, I, I see. Okay. I think that's a, that's actually a very creative idea, and in the moment I feel like that would have been very good. But then I and I think in the moment I wouldn't have thought about actually making tea and infusing it with the donut yeah. either. I think clotted cream and strawberry jam would be more British to me. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I feel like you can be on the Apprentice now. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Amazing. What's the age range? <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, okay, so we done a little bit with The Apprentice because um, that's all that we can talk about since there's only been four weeks. I know. <laughs> Are you excited for the days to come? Um, I'm really excited. Obviously I I've, I've kind of know what's happened. Um, however, it's also wondering what's happening in the edit. Oh, nice. So there are some really exciting tasks coming up. I think we've kind of, the producers have hit the nails on the head on what the best funny tasks are this year. Yeah. I, I'll have to say that this this uh, this um, series is actually one of my favourites and it's probably got the best tasks. Yes. So are there, are there some tasks that you do that actually don't get into the TV programme? No, every single task is, is aired. Mm. I think they'd go to too much effort trying to coordinate everything within the programme then not to show it. Right. I have a question. Is Lord Sugar allowed to change his mind about who he fires? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, I think you may have, you may have stepped just, on something there. I literally just thought of that question right now. I've never thought about it before. No joke. Uh, okay. Once he fires somebody, they are fired. So once you leave the process, um, they're gone. You're out. Unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, so now we're going to move on, since, since we've had a bit of a wobble, we have to move on a little bit quickly, quickly, um, onto your... Onto your business idea yes and what you are doing um so i currently run a tennis events company and we work quite closely with the lta the lawn tennis association and provide tournaments within different health clubs such as dave lloyd virgin or in private clubs so we provide uh, a lot of tournaments mainly for junior players or for mini tennis which is ten and unders they come to events have a great time um and then they go home with the mums and dads so i mean an event is is like a tournament where there's a competition and they go away with a cup and a certificate that sort of thing is basically what you're doing yeah so let's pretend that we had i don't know eight-year-old molly she was in the studio um, she came along to our tennis tournament. She'd play about you know four to six matches, make it really fun, make it exciting. She'd get to meet all the other players, um, and then the winner would go home with like a gigantic medal um, and trophy, and everyone would kind of get really involved. So we're kind of pushing towards the sportsmanship as well as the competitive side. So I hear that you're not just suddenly woke up and thought about this. I feel like you're a little bit of a tennis star yourself. I have grown up playing tennis. I've played up since the age of seven. Um, I actually started running tennis tournaments when I was 15 years old and I thought I could do it a lot better than 
who my boss, how my boss was doing it. So I learned the trade, and then I started up the company myself. So we were going to ask if you being 22 is quite daunting. However, when you're 15 and you're running <laughs> tournaments, is that not a little bit intimidating? Or is that do you not get people saying, oh, what do you know, sort of thing? Yeah, I think because I've grown up in the tennis world, I completely understand where the parents are coming from. As I'm a tennis coach, I understand where the club's coming from. So I think it's a, a massive built-on experiences, which is why. Um, oh, wow. uh, however, suddenly, there was a lot of improvisation at 15. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly, I feel like we understand why you got sieved out from that six, 60,000 candidates. Okay, that's good. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, sorry, I, I just wanted to ask the question. I mean, I, I'm don't, not a member of a tennis club now, but I have been a mm. local sort of private tennis club. And obviously, they, they do tournaments and so on. It's quite a n- normal thing to do. So I'm, I'm not quite getting... you've. You're presumably targeting people who aren't doing those tournaments and you're suggesting it to them um, because obviously a lot of clubs do run their own tennis things. It's all volunteers. It's a big job. I know that. So perhaps somebody coming along saying, I'll organise it for you, don't worry, is actually a really good good business deal. I can see that. Um, but is, is that really your approach or is it you're, you're going in to improve what they're doing? You're going in to suggest it where they haven't got it? Um, so we go in as a third party. So at the moment... <coughs> At the moment, a lot of tennis clubs um, have so much going on and they'd rather uh, outsource the actual competition space. Mm. So we go as a third party into different clubs and run all of their tennis um, tournaments. Right. And so you've you've expanded from one or two of those. You've now got, I think, about 12, is it? I I couldn't. I, I've lost count. I saw on your website you had lots of places. Yes, we. I started off at David Lloyd in Northwood um, and I just started doing it on the Sundays because every time my players would go and play a tennis tournament, they would come back and they'd feel, um, I don't know, like they could have had a more fun experience and I wanted to bring more fun experience. A lot of other competition who are doing what I do at the moment are kind of a little bit later on in life they're doing it as a hobby and there's no one actually out there pushing it towards as a business so I thought if I could do that and I could actually make a really fun environment then that's the reason why we've grown um so we started off with a one club and now we're over 10 different clubs um in and around central London so you've got a a team of people working for you have you got sort of full-time staff or is it part-time staff or how so as and when you need them, you've got to pool of people you call on. <laughs> Zero hour contract. Well, I didn't say that. <laughs> um, I have an amazing team. Um, I've got my little head office team. There's eight of us. And then we also have about 30 self-employed referees and event hosts who come into the venues and actually host on the day. So it's quite a big operation at the moment. Certainly is. And um, I presumably you expect, you expect to expand it even further. Do you have sort of aspirations to be you know, nationwide? or? Uh, we have some very exciting contracts coming with some big brands. Um, so we're just working on them. But that could be a massive, massive deal. And I'm very excited as soon as they are signed. That certainly sounds very exciting, doesn't it? <laughs> and you, you, haven't, you haven't moved into St Albans yet, but you will be. I will be for, at David Lloyd Hatfield from November running their mini tennis t- competitions. I don't, don't think there's a David Lloyd in St Albans, is there? Um, not in St Albans, no, no. I think. Oh, oh, they are but it's close e- enough. It's even, close even enough. Even big enough, I can see. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. So I suppose the, the question I'd like to ask you is really sort of looking to the future. I presume, obviously, in business you do plan things. and You, you start doing three years and five years and so on. Yeah. Um, and so I wonder, have you got a sort of idea of where you think you're going to be in five years or ten years' time? 
Well, I have got a massive ambition um, to be in the Forbes 30 under 30, but how I get there is going to be a, <laughs> a bit of a struggle. I'm sure you'll have a lot of people <laughs> rooting for you, don't worry. Uh, but that is my ambition by the age of 30. I think to get there, I'd definitely like to be known um, in the tennis kind of event world business. We're about to launch our corporate events, so we're bringing in companies that either come into network or to team build. And then also I think there's a massive gap in the women's tennis clothing market to have some actual sexy tennis women's wear. Empowering tennis women's wear. I feel like you're going to need some models for that. <laughs> right. Well, you're more than welcome to join me. Wow. I'm in it. <laughs> okay, you've got, you go. you've got that in, in and tape, yes. Well, it's not tape <laughs> anymore, but anyway, you know what you mean. Okay, well, um, so uh, what else do we want to ask about? Oh, my gosh. I think you are so exciting, and you just brought in, like, a breath of fresh air into the studio. Like, I feel Aww. like everything's just <laughs> suddenly become a lot more amazing. And I feel like you should do it. You have to do it, because as a young person myself and a, a, a woman, a girl, whatever, um, um, I feel like you have to do it for us. I will so, try. So <laughs> I, you will have lots of people rooting behind, rooting you, rooting for you, behind you, and everything. So, yes. Yes, must agree with that. Well, so um, good luck in the future is, I suppose, the thing to leave with. And thank you very much for coming to see us. Thank you. Absolute pleasure speaking.